0: Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Sam and Tyler Show, starring me, Tyler Kroc, and Samantha will be back later. Today's episode, we're going to talk about cannabis, how to educate grandma, and whatever else thoughts come up in my mind during the episode. So let's get started. Cannabis, it's been in everybody's minds here lately, between midterm elections, what we do, what we work. The medicine we use, the textiles that we use to make our clothes. It could be, and it can be, in everything. Um, but yet, so many people in our society today still use it, still view it as a drug or something that's harmful towards other people. I'm always astonished that, that because cannabis has never caused anybody to have an overdose or to pass away, and in fact, it's always usually seems to be the opposite Um, people use cannabis and it seems to help them live a longer better life many of my friends who are cannabis patients tell me how uh, they couldn't work they couldn't think they couldn't sleep they couldn't be the human that they wanted to be because of the prescription pills that they were on or that the amount of pain that they were in, and they couldn't seem to get out of, or because of the seizures that they uh, couldn't seem to quit having, nothing seemed to be helping, um, and it, and the list goes on and on. I, um, from people saying that um, the doctors said that they shouldn't even live at all, and they they just um, now my, those people that that said that they shouldn't live at all, I don't want to get to anybody to think that that they just went out and smoked a joint, and that single joint is what turned their life around. Um, But maybe a combination of uh, cannabis in the flower form, cannabis in the oil form. Um, Maybe some of you guys have heard of RSO, which stands for Rick Simpson oil. Or sometimes it's called uh, FICO for extraction cannabis oil. Um, it's or phoenix tears, you know, honestly, I've heard a whole mix of number different called, um, but in the end, it's just concentrated cannabis oil from the plant, um, and that seems to overall help the majority of people, and um, even kids, I know it's hesitant to say, oh, giving your kids cannabis, but, you know, like, you give... I, I see kids out there on Adderall, and that's straight up meth. And so, you know, if your kid is having an issue and they need an addition, why not start with a plant that doesn't cause overdoses and people generally don't get addicted to? Um, really, the, the most harmful part about cannabis is getting caught with it in a place that you're not allowed to have it. And then that's where the, the jail time comes in or, um, and, and you know, jail time, <clears throat> it, it could easily just be a fine, but with jail time, we have to take you away, and put you in a box, and you have to lose your job most of the time, and, and you know, if you don't have money coming in where well, you can't pay for your apartment, um, or now, you know, if you had kids or a wife that's, that's survive, you know, surviving with the kids because of the income that you're bringing in, and now you're going to prison because you wanted to use cannabis. And they told you that you couldn't, but you did it anyway. And now, you know, we're going to have to figure out all kinds of, of new situations in that life. Like, how how is the money coming in? Are you going to have to break up that relationship with your wife so she can start a new relationship with someone else? So they can try to keep a, a roof over the kid's head. It's just a uh, total insanity. So this... This holiday season, when when you get when you're going back, and for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for um, Kwanzaa or for any of the holiday reasons that you decide should to get together with your family, um, you know you can you can easily bring up the topic of cannabis uh, to help educate the rest of your family. You the faster that we are all educated, the better it's gonna go. I, I read last week that sixty six percent of Americans are on board with some sort of form of cannabis. So, you know, if if grandma is still on the on the third of the people that aren't on board, it's time. It's time for her to come on board with cannabis. Um, they said the the opiate epidemic is is getting insane in fact more people who are dying are over the age of 65 than young people you know? so it's not just this younger generation that's getting caught up on pills which is super easy to do myself I have scoliosis and I have been prescribed the opiate pills that are Part of what's killing uh, so many people today. They said uh, I, w- I heard that it's you're more likely to die from an opiate overdose than from can or than from AIDS or a car accident. So you know, and and it, it's you know you can die from an opiate overdose that your doctor prescribes to you. Um, so don't think it's just people. Going out on the streets, getting pills that they don't know what they are. That's that's not the case. It's um, it's people who are being prescribed and uh, and taking too much or, or not not doing it properly. Um, I had a friend this week who, who passed away, and you know that it can happen to anybody. Don't think that you're immune somehow from from loved ones passing away. Um, so you know you can you can remind these this uh, this last third of the people who aren't on board with cannabis it, either for uh, recreational purposes medicinal purposes spiritual purposes <clears throat> i mean it's uh, all use is allowed in my eyes i don't i don't care why you say you use it, it you know it, <clears throat> i have friends who say well this is just recreational but they've been smoking it recreationally a couple of times a day the past five years, you know. So I'm I like to think well, if you had to not smoke or not consume for you know, after a while, you would notice these things that cannabis was actually helping you for, and you didn't even realize it until you took it out of your diet. So um, you know, I guess that's that's similar to I guess like the opposite side of. When people ask, they're like, well, "Well, how do I tell if this?" Um, and oftentimes it's like CBD because it doesn't give a high. Uh, the most other cannabis with THC involved, people can usually tell if it's working uh, when it when they start to feel the the head change. Uh, but with CBD, there's not a head change, and so people often wonder, "You know, is it working?" And, and yeah, it's it it is. I, I imagine. You know, it's kind of like when you take a a vitamin. You know, do you you feel it when the vitamin C kicks in? No, but you take it and now you don't have a cold. Or you you take it when you feel a cold coming on and it helps your body to to defeat it. And so that's similar with with CBD. You take it and uh, you don't, there's not usually a head change to feel with it. But if you have an ailment, like um, whatever the ailments are, Seizures, or you have depression, or you have anxiety, or you have uh, muscle aches, uh, what, whatever your situation is, and you try it. Get make sure you're trying it for a couple of days. Give your body a chance to soak that stuff up. Um, don't just try it one time and say, "Well, I'm still depressed. It must not be for me." Um, maybe it, you know you need your body. To give it 30 days to let it kick in and see what happens. Um, So, um, another thing that you can talk to to grandma about, and I say grandma, don't let that stop you. Talk to your aunts, talk to granddad, talk to your mom and dad. I just say grandma because oftentimes when I'm talking with people, they tell me, well, you know, I I don't want to let I don't want to let grandma know that I'm using cannabis. And I'm like, well, why not? That's silly. Your grandma needs to use cannabis more than any of us. Any of us. We're young. We're we're getting to use it now. Um, she might still have an old way of thinking, and where it's against the law, or I don't just tons of of old things. Smoking's the devil. I mean, you know, after 80 years of hearing this stuff, I mean, I understand it's it's ingrained, but You know, it's up to us. Uh, I read someone said that uh, we need to be more proactive than a Jehovah's Witness. And I'm like, oh, I agree. And and now I'm talking about this and I'm going to share it with everybody. Um, We do. Jehovah's Witnesses are really up in your face, knocking on your doors going out of their way to make sure that you know about what they know about or what they think they know about. And so, you know, we, um, we're we fortunate we have people backing us up now. We have scientists backing us up that cannabis is a, a medicine and it helps people. Um, this is a good day and age to be a cannabis user and to be a cannabis activist. And um, so, in addition to Helping people get off their opiates and their pills, so I'm I'm pill free. I haven't take I don't even take Tylenol for anything or Advil, uh, and and I haven't for years since I've had cannabis in my life, and I and it's not a fluke. I know m- my wife she was on more pills than I was, and she's also pill free. So uh, that's what I try to get everybody else to a, a pill free lifestyle. I'm not uh, stuck taking whatever a Big Pharma feeds you, uh, you can more take what you can grow in your own backyard, whether it be uh, cannabis or uh, hopefully psilocybin before too long. It's going pretty well for us here in Denver. We have, we need, um, we need 5,000 signatures. We're shooting for 10,000 signatures, and we have about 2,000 so far. And we have until January the 7th to get everything that we need. So, um, you know, uh, there's a lot of different ailments that cannabis can help with, from glaucoma to uh, just chronic pain in general, Um, and we live in a good time. We don't only have to smoke it. Um, I work for this company called Mary's Medicinals, and they turn cannabis into all kinds of different ways to consume it. Um, They started with um, these transdermal patches that you you can stick on your your wrist, and um, instead of having to smoke a joint, you can just put on a patch. And it does about the same thing. Um, And I thought that was a game changer to me, total game changer, because because then you don't have to smoke. You can put it on a patch, and it'll last all day, and you can go do whatever you need. The, the, the doctor, the dentist, school, um, what you know, I've, I've taken them on, on planes with me. I've taken them out of state. Uh, they work great. No one even you know, bothers to look at, um, you know, they don't notice anything. And if they do, you know, someone wants to en- encroach on your life, Easy to say, it's a nicotine patch, and you're, you're you know you're off, you're done. Um, you know I figure if someone is questioning you in your life and they're close enough that they know that you don't smoke cigarettes in the first place, well then those punks don't even need to be asking what's going on um, if they don't already know. Just, it's fine. It's it's your business. Um, And so it's nice uh, using patches or or creams. Uh, Mary's makes like, lots of creams to put on. And uh, it's nice to be able to offer people another form of cannabis without having to say, hey, I know you've never smoked before, but here, here's a joint. Um, It's nice to say, I know you've never smoked before. Hey, here's a patch, put this on. And let me know if you feel better in 10 minutes. Nine times out of 10, they do feel better in 10 minutes. Every now and then, someone will say that they don't like it or or something like that. And, you know, that's fine. Cannabis isn't, I suppose, for 100% of the people out there. But I'd say a strong 99% for sure. So, you know, good odds. Um, you know, don't don't let it be uncomfortable. Uh, too much talking with your grandma, because at the end of the day, you're just trying to introduce a new medicine to her. Um, I know in my own family, uh, I was the first one to use cannabis openly. I think maybe maybe some of my other family members in college, when they were in college, you know, 30 years ago or something in the 70s or so. Oh, yeah, they'd say, I'd burn one every now and then. i like, oh, okay, okay, well, I'll, I I burn one multiple times a day and have for a couple of years. But maybe, you know, maybe we're not on the same level there. But that's fine. I'm happy to burn one with you whenever we can. Um, just, you know, just understand that... Uh, I'm not going to get, you know, maybe as, as high as you're going to get just because I, I do this on the daily. And it, it makes, my, uh, makes my back pain go away for a little bit. And that's nice. Um, I am scoliosis. It has a 32-degree curvature. And it, it gets to me. It, you know, it's, it's no fun. I, um, oh, yeah, only if I think about it. And since I'm talking about it, I'm thinking about it. And it's like, hey, hey, hey. Remember me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I remember you. Fly. That's why we moved to Colorado from Texas, uh, because I didn't want to go to jail. Um, Texas medical cannabis program at the time was non existent. And so we just had to get everything on the black market, and that was super expensive. And uh, I did it in a unique way. I, I, I'm just new after a while. Like, the, the bank has got to catch on. Like, how often can I pull out? Three hundred dollars of cash, without eventually saying like, "Now what is going on here?" So I, I thought that I was going to be creative, and I still to this day think it's pretty creative. Um, in which I would I would befriend these um, kind-hearted souls that offered us cannabis in East Texas, and I would say things like, "Hey, um, why don't you make a little order on Amazon, and I'll ship it to your house, and." Then you can just, you know, when it gets there, you can bring me over an ounce of weed. And everybody was happy. Everybody. Um, so I did that a couple of times and racked up a good amount of medical debt on credit cards. That one well, almost got paid off. It'll be, it'll be a nice time in my life when that happens. And and it's made me very thankful to be where I am, to where I don't have to do that anymore. And, um, you know, if I need some cannabis, I can just go down the street and get me some cannabis. And, uh, you know, I, I'll make my arguments that sometimes the stores aren't open uh, as late as I want. The ones that I really like close at 6.55, which is lame. Because I work till 6, so it's tragic. Uh, but then there's, there's, you know, that's not my favorite one, but then there's other ones that are literally on the way home from work. I can pull in and pull out be out of there. And lickety split, and have you know a lot of cannabis for a hundred bucks, and you know, maybe on a, a deal day, have more cannabis for a hundred than what I could get in Texas for 300, and it'd be higher quality and just you know, better situation overall. So, um, so I have a list at my house of like all of these. Different ways that you can you can talk to your grandma. Who knows? She might have questions from you if you start co- talking on conversation, and you can you can bring them up nonchalant. Hey, grandma, what do you think about Michigan legalizing, or what do you think about Missouri uh, starting a medical program, or you know just just see, just see what she'll say, and you know, and uh, she might have a lot of questions um, that you could answer. You don't, you know, and don't feel like you have to know it all. The, the internet is out there and be your friend. Uh, if you're listening to me talk right now, you could probably send me a message, and I don't care what I'm doing. If I see that there's a message coming in, you're trying to talk to your family about cannabis, and you need me to help in whatever way you think I can help, I am happy to help. I mean, we're a team. We're, you know, we're Jehovah witnessing this thing all across. Uh, the world and I wasn't a Jehovah's witness so I, I apologize if uh, if that's making fun of anything and I don't think it is that's why I'm saying it but if someone is and they're you know awesome, they're offended you please let me know and I'll I'll curb my saying to better fit the masses um, I don't I don't know where people got it that they were gonna call cannabis the devil's lettuce. Um, I think that's just, you know, ho- what? what do we call it? A holy roller? Is that someone who's would fit that bill? All religious talk all the time. Holy roller, Well, I, I, don't, I don't want to call it. You know, I want to start name calling, wagon. Anyway, so. I'll try not to call names. Um, but where where did the name devil's lettuce come from? I mean, uh, so, somebody was was pulling some legs um, and to, to make you think that if you used this plant, we're going to talk about the devil, we're going to talk about God too, that God put on this earth... Um, And that somehow makes you a wrong person. Maybe it's like the, the Jeff Sessions mindset. that Who we, uh, I say we, who got recently ousted from his job. Uh, he would say that good people don't smoke cannabis. No, he said good people don't smoke marijuana. Uh, and, you know, that's just kind of like, I guess the... The reefer mindset madness, and it always makes me want to go back and say, "Like, are you saying that because you have stocks that are in the prison industry, the prison complex, Um, and you know the fact that we, that lawmakers could even hold stock in a company that benefits from the laws that they're making." seems like the biggest conflict of interest in the world I mean we as a nation arrested Martha Stewart threw her in federal prison for a hookup in which her friend said hey this company is not going to be doing so hot you should sell that and she did and we we're going to arrest her But we're not, but at the same time, we're going to continue to let people who make laws invest in those companies that the laws that, who could benefit and then, and then gain money. Keep on getting richer. I don't even think that we should have for-profit prisons in the first place. They definitely should all be non-profit. They're, they're, there shouldn't be no profits. We should not be trying to fill these prisons treating people like cattle, animals. Um, I know that uh, here in Colorado we recently voted where um, less prison labor I hope to see is the end of it. The idea that you can get locked up I'll just keep on harping for a plant. Uh, because, you know, 50% of the people in prison, it's cannabis-related. And the drug war has really dipped its finger into almost all of the parts of our society today. Um, you know, think about how, uh, how it would be different if in the cattle industry the farmers continue to feed their cattle hemp. And they continue to make milk that had more cannabinoids in it for the past 80 years. How that would have been different. Think about if um, all of those times, I know I talked about earlier, like if we arrest someone and they go to prison and they're the breadwinner, and then what that family has to do to keep a roof over its head, Break up the family. Um, the mom, you know, let's say worst case, the mom just has to go get another job, and she went from being a loving, loving mother around the house to now she's just gone, and and daddy's gone, and mom's gone, and um, and now it's a tough time, and it went from a good, loving household to a tough situation, and we've done this to multiple families all over the country for the past since the 70s and haven't thought anything of it you know how how would the hospital how would big pharma and the hospital industry be different if we had been allowing uh, cannabis and CBD research uh, to prosper uh, and not just be what it is today I mean it's out there it's the best it's ever been don't get me wrong cannabis industry uh, and the situation of legal legalization is the best that it's been. It definitely in the last 80 years, it's hard for me to say what it would have been like 100 years ago before anybody could arrest you for anything cannabis related. Um, but even now today we have a lot of options uh, that maybe you wouldn't have had 100 years ago. It's hard to say though with that also because who knows when the pyramids were made, they, no one knows for sure. If, if they're telling you that they know for sure, awesome. They're lying, and they're an idiot. Because no one knows for sure. And um, and they say, you know, well, the, the Egyptians made it. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's, that's true. I know the Egyptians lived there, but, you know, they could have just came up on someone else's house. I thought, hey, no one's home. This is ours now. I don't know. The uh, I don't think that slays... Anyway, I was getting back to the point because we there's just so much that we don't know. So much. And um, to say that we have it all figured out uh, is, is insanity. Um, I, I work for a cannabis company. I immersed myself in cannabis. Um, I bathe in it too. I mean, I definitely I immerse myself in all the ways you can. I'm a med patient, um, big fan, big fan of it. Uh, but yet still, there are new things I learn all the time. And so when people try to think that they they know it all, I I just there's no way. There's so much. Um, I remember people have come to me and they're like, Tyler. I want to make a website that has all the cannabis information on it. And I'm like, whoa! And they're like, yeah, I came to you to to see where to get started. And I'm like, whoa! I don't, I don't know. It's a lot, and every state has its own individual state laws. Every that are always changing. Um, but you know, if you skip all the state law crap, um, there's there's just the cannabis and the cannabinoids and how your body react has its own endocannabinoid system um, and how so many of us are being diagnosed with so many crazy different ailments and it's probably just an endocannabinoid deficiency to begin with and the reason that the 13 pills haven't worked that the doctor has thrown at you so far is because you didn't need pills to begin with, all you needed was some more cannabis, smoke a little weed smoke weed every day. Um, that is definitely the case uh, for my wife. She, uh, 13 pills a day, gone, replaced with nothing but yoga and cannabis. Um, we're super excited uh, for the psilocybin movement to keep on pushing as well. Uh, you know, cannabis helps with many of the body ailments. I sure do enjoy how I've learned about psilocybin can help with. Some mental ailments as well, because um, there's there's a lot out there. Um, I'm excited uh, to see how uh, psilocybin could potentially help uh, veterans who suffer from PTSD. Um, these are all things, you know, these are all things I talk to my grandma about. I'm to my grandma about mushrooms, and I talk to my grandma about psychedelics, um, and I. Uh, she doesn't always know what to say, and sometimes I just keep on talking. Um, and it, it is awkward, and there were times, there have been times, where she says, well, Tyler, I just don't agree, or I don't understand all of that right now. And, you know, I say, Nana, that's okay. But because here we are uh, a couple of years in from me using cannabis, I started at 26, and uh, I, I probably told Nana... I was probably like 27. I probably waited about a year so I could have some information to tell them. Because, you know, I mean, it's only been 33 now. It's only been seven years that I've been using cannabis. But in the past seven years, our nation as a whole has came a long way. So... Uh, it's, it's different now, I think, than it, than it was seven years ago. You know, you can say, hey, I'm, I'm using this for my body. It's helping me with my pain. I don't have to get on a bunch of opiates. Opiates kill people. Cannabis doesn't. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple things now. Um, and, and so, you know, that, that was kind of the, the direction that I took. You know, hey, this is a plant that I think we've just been lied to, Nana. I think they're just arresting people to make this to keep this money system going and you know she that made sense to her and um, she could see that it was helping me and I wasn't crying about my back pain as much and one time I even went over to her house and used some cannabis and to show her that it does not make you the crazy person that they showed you on reefer madness I, I'm sorry that they lied to you like that um and, and and you know and now she's on board and and when you know she'll say well as soon as cannabis comes on the ballot I'm ready to vote yes and my aunt she lives in Missouri she's, she she ta- told me that she voted for the the cannabis ballot because of me so don't think that you can't be that change in your family's life because you definitely can be you can definitely be the hero That they've been praying for. Who knows. They might refuse to move out of the state that they're in. And you might just feel it upon yourself. To try to get them cannabis anyway. Just to show them. Hey. This is a miracle. And it. the, The only devil's lettuce that's involved here. Is the devil who's keeping this cannabis. Away from you. so keep being amazing out there a lot of fun lot of fun times ahead if we will keep being persistent and keep doing the things that we know that we need to do we we just finished uh, an election process, so we have about two more years to prepare for another big election process. So if you're thinking about running for things, get, get your get your shit together, put in a back to back. But whatever you do, you just get it all together, and uh, you know. Some people's state legislation runs every year, Colorado's does, so we're about, um, we're about to get into another legislative session there. Um, there are some bills that I'm excited. Um, I don't even know if they're out yet, but I definitely want to do what I can to make sure that they get pushed. Uh, one was to allow for cannabis to be delivered to your house. We don't have that in Denver. Other cities have that in their cities. I want it because I don't want to have to drive. And also, I don't want your grandma to have to drive in the snow to get her medicine. Or I don't want I don't want your grandma to have to drive in the snow to just even if she doesn't use cannabis as medicine, if she just replacing it from alcohol. I don't want to have to drive for that. I want it to just be dropped off and I want it to get dropped off and everybody in between me and grandma. Uh, also, uh, a few years ago, somebody tried to take away daylight savings time from Colorado, and I am a fan of taking away daylight savings time. I think it messes up our our internal clock. Every six months, we we just we just can't. You know, as soon as you you start like getting into the rhythm and of things, they change it up on you every six months, and I think it's insanity um, and you know what if it's so good we can bring it back you, you like that if it's so good we will bring it on back um, but I want a chance of a couple of years without having to worry about that because I don't think the farmers appreciate it it's the sun if they're waking up with the sun they don't need us changing changing anything um, so those are excited exciting um and also to just, um, we're really pushing on um, to get these signatures to try to get a, decrim, a decriminalization for psilocybin on the ballot in Denver uh, with the hope that if it passes in Denver, um, within a short amount of time, we could do the same thing for the whole state of Colorado uh, and then also other states as well uh, that would want to, Not arrest their citizens for uh, using uh, plants or fungus as medicine. Uh, You know, I hear all the time people say, "Well, if as long as they're not hurting anybody, um, and you know, you should be able to do what you want to do in the comfort of your own own home." Uh, But here we are—you know—hard to do that with cannabis. Most places still impossible to do that with uh, psilocybin or um, MDMA or LSD or. Uh, DMT or any of these other super, super useful tools um, that haven't killed anybody. I mean, if the overdoses are zero, what is the big harm? What's the big worry? What are you worrying about? You're going to like it a lot and want to do it every day? Oh, no. You mean like coffee and sugar and meat? You know, like Terence McKenna says that you know, we don't go around running around saying, "Oh, I'm high on sugar and meat," but we are, and caffeine. Oh man, the caffeine! You know that—that's where I, I took the conversation. I, I turned it down the old sugar road. Um, my 11-year-old sister was talking to me, with me, 11, and she she had a lot of interest in the vapes and I thought she meant cannabis vapes at first and I flipped for a second but then I realized she was just talking about regular nicotine vapes which is super addictive and I think about the kids all the time because how I mean when I was growing up you know smoking cigarettes you had to, you had to man up and uh, I mean the, maybe you got a menthol you know, if you don't want to smoke a Marlboro Red. And that was your, your opportunity into tobacco. Um, there at the very end, they came out with those Camel cigarettes that were candy and came out in those cool metal tins. And I wish I would have saved some tins. Uh, but then Obama became president, and he was like, I'm afraid kids are smoking cigarettes. And it was a good fear, because I was. And he took those away. And then I had to switch over to Blackamond's. I don't know if that's probably not better, but... Um, but kids nowadays, they can start with watermelon-flavored e-juice. And oh, you don't like that? How about cotton candy or strawberry or any other of your favorite flavors that you've ever had? And now make that taste addicting? Well, holy fuck. No wonder kids are... it's It's... No wonder my 11 year old is coming to me saying, hey, my friends are doing this. She was also telling me their friends are sneaking in vodka in their water bottles. Which, I remember people doing their senior year in high school, but not. And let me repeat this, not when they are 11. So, you know, but who, do, who what do I know? I went to public school, you know. Uh, I didn't get to go to private school like she gets to go to. That's where the rich kids go. And if you're a rich kid, guess what? You have more money to fuck around with. Uh, and it makes sense to me. Poor parents, they know where their drugs are. They have their drugs locked up. Their drugs are for a special time. Drugs are expensive. But rich kids, they just let their shit all over the place. Oh, where's daddy's bag of coke? Who knows? Let's just get another one. No big deal. You know, I was breaking into my, my dad's uh, the alcohol fridge getting Bud Light and mixing it with root beer because it tasted like shit. Kids, today, who knows? Who knows? So, when my living-year-old sister was talking to me about uh, about their friends vaping um, I was like, yeah, you know but it's so addicting and I said, it's it's really hard to get rid of and it's really hard to slow down and I reminded her of uh, our grandmother who passed away from lung cancer and how she passed away too young she would have been fun to hang out with she also, and I didn't know this Till now, but she also used to use cannabis and psychedelics. And I was like, "Oh man, she would have been way fun." But it is what it is, and and so I, t- you know, remind her, you know, hey, you know, that's that's something that it can lead to death. Um, but also, I said, you know, it's addicting. I said, you know, let me talk to you about something else addicting, sugar, and I started laughing with her, and I was like, just think about the last day. That you went and you didn't eat a piece of sugar. And she was like, Ah I can't think of anything and I'm like, I know. And I was like, So you, you know, you don't need another, you know, addicting little habit gnawing on you all the time. She's like, Yeah, that's true. Cause you know, I uh you know, you wanna you wanna be honest. I say with your kids. I'm thirty three and she's eleven. That's that could have been I could have had her at twenty two. Or, um Um, but I didn't my dad did and so uh, you know I try to be there and give the best brotherly advice I can I suppose actually just stuffing little things at work right now i wish i had notes in front of me to like stay on topic i'll probably post this anyway just because i had a lot of good thoughts and i wanted to share it um i was watching something about mac miller and uh downloaded this app anchor and uh they were talking about mac miller overdosing and i was like man i just what if your grandma overdoses because i didn't take the time to share my